Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, before we delve into things, just want to tell you about our Liverpool streaming service. It is Redmen Plus. Get involved over there for extra Redmen shows in video form, in podcast form. You've got documentaries, features, interviews, and a hell of a lot more besides. If you join as a club legend, you get the Discord chat, you'll get free merchandise and a host of extra bonus perks. It's like Netflix for Liverpool fans. Get over there, get involved. Otherwise, let's face it, you're going to miss out on amazing Liverpool stuff in your life. Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the build-up show. It's Liverpool versus Leicester at 8pm on a Friday night, which in itself is quite wild. Delighted to say I'm joined by Mick Moran and Ben Kelly to look ahead to this one. And yet, gents, first of all, thanks for coming in on this mad time in between Christmas and New Year and no one knows what day it is. And you've been away for the World Cup as well, Ben. So, like, it, it must be. How are you feeling? It's fucking cold here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really it, cold. it very much isn't the desert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It very much isn't that. Yeah, exactly. it is not the desert. No, yeah. but I'm looking forward to it, mate. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and Mick, like I say, it, it is a strange one, isn't it? Like this Friday night games. Like I can get used to it. I think I, I don't think I'd hate it all the time. Expect, but it's even better this year because a lot of people are off around this time. But I was thinking, I've always enjoyed the Friday night games in general. As long as you win. If you lose, it ruins your weekend. But if you win, it's a good night out on the Friday. You can watch the Saturday and Sunday games. I'll give them really, knowing that the Reds yeah, have won yeah. anyway. So I'm, I'm all for it, provided the Reds can get the three points. Yeah, I think generally, I think I like them generally, but I just feel like this period in between Christmas and New Year, like I sometimes don't even know what day it is. It's not a true Friday it's just game. It's just an evening game. Exactly. Game, yeah. exactly. And so if we lose, um, you can go out and get twatted for New Year anyway. Well, exactly. Year, so. I mean, yeah. Like you said, though, if we can get the result and then we can then relax and hopefully other teams can um, slip up a little bit as well, then even better. Yeah, absolutely. And like I say, it's Wednesday, apparently. No, no oh, idea. That's, so, that's what I mean. Yeah, if you're, not, if, you're not watching, if you're not watching this live on YouTube, yeah, or wherever you are, it's Wednesday at half ten. So if something mad happens between now and then, like Liverpool sign another seven players, you've got the reason why. But yeah, I've, I had to literally just check what day it was. <laughs> what time it was I forgot that I was in for about, yeah, it's been one of those days. But yeah, let's, let's crack on then. Like I say, Dan, um, sorry, uh, Mick, I'll come to you first. Four days on after Villa, it feels like that's enough of a rest where Jürgen won't be worried about post-Villa fatigue in terms of picking as a level. Everyone should be sound, relatively. You, you would like to think so. You know, four days is a bar, yeah, as big yeah. a gap as we're going to get. Listen, Liverpool would love to have four days between every single game. We know they're not going to get that, so that should be fine. How much do you think Brentford's on the second place into Jürgen's team on Friday? Because... 
again, you know, Leicester are a team who've caused us issues in the past, don't get me wrong, but we are at home. Brentford, again, a way that it won't be an easy game. I think a lot of teams have found that out this year. And that that is on the horizon, just like, like what, less than, I think it's three days, because we're Friday 8, and then it's Monday, like, tea time kick-offs, it's weird. So, yeah, yeah. how much do you think he's thinking ahead of us? Is he just reckoning, got his eye solely on Leicester? I just think he's probably just taking it a game at a time at the minute. I think, like, for, like I said, four days between... Uh, the Villa game and, and the Leicester game that's more than enough to get um, everyone ready for for this one and um, yeah I think I think a three day gap's okay to be fair like I know we said like it's a late one and an, an early one so obviously it's not ideal I think don't think Klopp would be majorly happy with, 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 with the time into the kickoffs, but maybe potentially but um, yeah I, I mean in terms of like what he'd be thinking. I just think we'd probably go a similar similar lineup. To be honest, I don't think we've that many changes. To be fair, and then yeah, I think it's all about rhythm as well. Because like we said, like the games that we had before the World Cup, we, we got ourselves into a good rhythm with the two wins against um, Spurs and Southampton. The break probably didn't come at a good time for us, um, but we just need a bit of rhythm. We just need to maybe keep playing. Obviously, we need to make those changes in midfield on the sixty hour mark just to keep people fresh. But if we keep, we need to just get rhythm in our, in, in our legs, and that's, that's the best thing for us, I think. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have a little look about more in depth on Liverpool in the second half of the show. We're going to speak a little bit now, Ben, about Leicester. So it was strange with Leicester because before the World Cup break, they had a horrendous start, but it looked like they just found their feet again. They were got them, they were climbing up the table. They had a few good wins. I think the only league loss they had in that time for a while was was City, um, but the other day they were dreadful against Newcastle like for the team to come back and put that display in like a few teams had a few teams basically shit about the weekend Crystal Palace at home to Fulham although they had two red cards which can mitigate that one Leicester were just horrendous they give a horrendous penalty away after like three minutes the, the, the game's done after half an hour it's a strange one, really, because like I mentioned before, they're a team who have caused those issues. It's it's really been very straightforward, you know, against Leicester. That 4-0 aside on Boxing Day a few years ago, over the night, it tends to be tight against these, but like they were dreadful the other day. Um, does that give you confidence, in, like, A, the, that the, the bases are just crap, or B, you know, that can't happen again. Rodgers is surely going to get into them and do something, because and the players themselves, because to come back off a break and put in a horrendous performance like that where the game's done after half an hour you would expect some type of reaction if you were a Leicester fan at least yeah definitely I mean Anfield Anfield's a tough place to go They'll, they, this is like one of the worst games for them to have next which is what I think they'll partly be thinking um, I, I do I, I watched that game on, on Monday and I think that it was just as much about Newcastle being really good as they were bad I think that's a big part of it and yeah. I think what gives me confidence is that we're playing well so really I, I don't know if I'm thinking too much about them all yeah. I know is that we had some good form going into the World Cup and that continued on that continued on Monday against Villa so yeah, they're missing some players still, aren't they? I mean, Madison's a massive loss for them, obviously. You know, he was involved in the England squad and that it would have been a good option for England to have and then he picked up a knock and that was the end of that, you know. So so for him to still not be involved is massive for them. You know, we were chatting off camera yeah. before about Vardy not really featuring from the start these days. So they're just going through a really transitional period, really, in terms of their squad. They're, I imagine as a fan, they'll be a little bit like... It'd be a little bit daunting, really, in terms of what comes next, because they've always had the mainstays of Vardy, you know, um, the other players that are around him. Harvey Barnes is a good player. I, I rate that Dewsbury Hall, but Dakar hasn't really, you know, um, pulled up any trees. I think like they would, they were probably expecting him to. So I think they've just got, they've just got to get through to the end of the season. But in terms of the game on Friday, it's, it's probably they'll be dreading it. It's one of those worst games that possibly could have come up next. And to be honest, I do fancy us last game of the year. We'll want to end the year on a high. We played really. Well well on Monday 
Um, yeah, I, 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 I think we're, I think we'll do it. You mentioned injuries. Do you know how come, come a few? So obviously Madison's the one. He has, he has the knee issue. He went away to England with a knee issue. Came back and apparently it's a different knee issue. Mm, so yeah. that, that's what they've said. And Roger, I think Roger said he's going to have to take the time with him. They lost Johnny Evans to a calf injury in one of their pre-restart warm-ups. Uh, Dennis Price went off the other day early on in that Newcastle game that we mentioned. Then they were James Justin, Ryan Bertrand, Pereira are all relative long-term ones as well. It does feel like they're being hit with it. There's talk of Soyuncu. He looks like he's been frozen out and might be on his way to Atletico Madrid as well. So it, it, it does feel like you say they are in a little bit of turmoil. And, and like I said, Madison is a player who has, again, he's, he's caused Liverpool problems in the past. He's done well against us relatively. So again, they are, a, they are a team who are very much in transition, like Ben said. The, the the one way to think of it is listen yet yeah, you might get a reaction. The flip side is is that they're they're wounded and if you if you get them early you can kind of demoralise them very very quickly because they look like they're a team and I know uh, we're, we're going to do operation preview on Redmen Plus later. And I was speaking to some of the Leicester fan TV lads or if you follow them on Twitter, like they they are they, you know when you when you you sense a fan base is teetering you know quite well then like what what is happening here kind of thing. They do feel like that team if you can if you can get them down early. Listen, we saw the other day, they were done in half an hour. Like, you can do that to them as well. Yeah, they're missing, like I said, they're missing the quality, but they're, and they're, just, they're just out of form completely. But, like, like the likes of Vardy, he's not, maybe not playing from the start. And Madison's the, the focal point, so if he's not there, like, the whole the whole game goes through him, doesn't it? Like he's, mm. he's the main guy. So, when you take that out of any team, even if they're a, a really good team, you're going to struggle a little bit more. But if it's a, a team who are not in form, missing other key players as well, uh, like I said, defensive, defensively in midfield and attack. There's not, there's not just one area they're missing. They're missing a, a chunk from each each section. Um, so yeah, I mean, like getting beat by Newcastle three um, nil. I was quite happy with that because I was like, right, well, that sorts us out for, for the game on Friday at home. Um, put us in a good position, especially after beating Villa um, in the way that we did. Um, but yeah. Looking forward to it. I mean, like 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 Ben said, like that they won't be relishing coming to Anfield, and we just need to go right. Last game of the year. Let's make sure we need to get another win because it's, it's three in a row in it on the, in the, in the league. Three three on the spin. So um, let's make let's make that a four. Absolutely, and like, I think it's fair to say, Ben. Like I say, the Villa wasn't perfect, but it, it showed that Liverpool at least got a goal threat in them again. Like I mean, it's felt like scoring goals wasn't easy. I think it's I think it's fair to say, like defensively, it's not it's not watertight. You know they scored. They had all the big chances to score. You know, if they take their chances and don't fluff their lines, this could be a whole different conversation. Where that game ended three all, and you're thinking, "Oh my god, this is like a bit shit to bedtime almost." But that's the thing. What I worry with Leicester, if you're looking at it from a positive from their point of view, is that they have got goals in their side. Still, you know, Vardy. We don't know. He's still a threat. We don't know where he is. Daka. They still have other players as well. They they have got goals in them. Liverpool. Although they were good against Villa, you're right to say that they, they probably <clears> still need to be sharper at the back because it, it still does feel at times which too many chances conceded. Unless they have got players who, who we we know if you give them one chance they can score that goal. Ollie Watkins done it the other day essentially. Yeah, and Vardy does like a game against us, which makes me think that you know he he, he might get a start. Um, but I mean, for us, I mean, I don't know, I don't know where Canate is up to, but I'd throw him straight back in if he's available because did because he train? Is he set to train yesterday or today? I think he's so. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, I know, I know, obviously France lost the World Cup final but what a high he'll be on like what a good tournament he had and to, to have come back he'll have come back into training the lads will have all made a massive fuss of him yeah. they'll have been made up for him 
and and he was he was possibly France's best defender at the tournament, and you know that's that's such that's such a big thing to be yeah, able to man. say. So for me, I mean, not that Matip's done anything wrong, but I think we really I now would on the back of that tournament really want to start the transition of seeing Canati in as the number one, um, and I think that will help us because you know in terms of being defensive, to have two fellas the size of that you know at the back. Um, you know, if you think about that, um, the the Villa goal, you know, it's a really good ball from Douglas Louise for the for the Villa goal, but you know, just somebody with a couple of extra inches height who can maybe get underneath that and read it a little bit quicker. I think I, th- I think Canate, I, I throw him back straight back in if he's available, um, and then we'll see. But I think what we what also we need to work on. We've been struggling a little bit at home this season. Bear in mind, I've not been here at all, so I can finally talk about things like this. <laughs> um, is that just just the just the a the letting teams back into games like yeah. we you know we did it against Tottenham and we got away with that as well. But also, I feel like we started again to struggle, like kind of like in the early days of Klopp, just breaking those teams down who are. Coming, you know, it, really, what's going to happen on on Friday is that Leicester are going to come and sit in. And they're going to try and keep it as nil nil for as long as possible, make us all nervous, and try and win the game. Like a lot, like Leeds on did. the break, yeah. Um, and we we kind of need to go back to basics and try and figure out how to break those teams down. It really helped the other day that we that we got a goal early on. Um, and I know that sounds like it's oversimplifying it, but it's like. I, I feel like now the crowd, we're back in that stage where we get to an hour and we're a little bit nervous about it because it doesn't feel like a goal's going to come. Even towards the end, back end of last season, they need to give us that confidence and we need to have that faith in them again so that we know, you know that we're going to break them down and get a goal. As it stands, Mick, look in, there's, there's, this, mad, this period, there's games every single night pretty much, so this can change, but we're in sixth, four, place, four points behind Man United with fifth. We are uh, five points behind Spurs, who are four, but there's a game in hand on them. Obviously, they dropped points the other day. Again, this run of Leicester-Brentford, we've spoken about this a lot. The race for fourth is different than a title race in that you can you can overtake teams very, very quickly. We're used to just like three points, all three points does is just keep you just, just ticking beyond City or just around City. In a top four race, the likelihood is teams, the, the reason they're in four, fifth, six, seventh is because they're inconsistent. And the reason Liverpool are here is because they were crap at the start of the season. If we can get on a run where we, 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 we do a Liverpool run, of five wins, two draws before you know your third, like third, fourth, very, very quickly. Like I know the gaps there because Newcastle having a good little time of it as well. But it does feel like the the, the way the fixture list has presented itself, and with Spurs already having a little wobble, a win on Friday before again other teams even begin to play, and all of a sudden you could find yourself in fourth if you beat Brentford as well. There is there's a lot to play for here. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like you said, Ben. Like we need to try and manage games a little bit better. But like I said winning three on the on the spin now, I hopefully make that fourth on Friday. It's it's those little small steps that we need to take. I think Robbo mentioned it after the Villa game. Like we've they've worked on like the shape and stuff in the five weeks with the, while the World Cups on. I think we saw signs of that in the City game in 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 small parts. We saw bigger bigger parts of that in the Villa game where we were. We were quite good. I think we, like you said, we scored in at good point, good points in the game, quite early in the first half and, and late in the first half. So we hit them at um, at good times. But I think we need to try and do that more often. There's been times where you go into games and you're like, we just need an early goal, and that's like <laughs> it's it's as simple as that. You need an early goal just to settle the nerves, get a little bit of a cushion, and then you can build from that. Because we sometimes go into games and if we haven't scored after 2025, 20, you're then thinking if we don't get one soonish. Within it, when we, we might then start worrying about if they're going to get the one down the other end because yeah, we saw them yeah. we saw against Villa yeah, like they had plenty of chances plenty of chances Ollie Watkins could have scored two or three to be fair and um, we have the shooting boots on but um, we just need to 
it's yeah, small steps trying to manage what we can give them. Make sure the energy's right. I think rotating the midfield on sixty quite often is is the right thing to do, just to make sure those the legs are at the optimum in, in those areas and try and cover Fabinho with as much energy as we can, just to kind of cover those passing lanes and 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 to try and claw possession back as quick as we can. But I think, like I said, the, I think the fixture list is quite good for us. Leicester and then Brentford. I think we can, like I said, trying to get claw back to Spurs. Like if we win on Friday, they're going to be one one eye over the shoulder or us going, oh, fucking hell, they're on our shoulders already. Like and then we've got a game in hand as well. So. Yeah, we can we can easily do it, but we need to maintain. And I think, like I said before, with the rhythm that comes into it, we need to make sure that we've got a rhythm and just making sure that we're um, rotating in the right areas as well. Absolutely, we'll we'll speak more about the Liverpool team and stuff in the second half of the show. Uh, we've got a trivia question coming up for you later as well. But first, we'll talk about our bet mate sponsorship. Yes, congratulations to me, to Chris, and to Paul. All won many, all won money this week on bet mate. All three of us got involved. So the league table as it stands on bet mate, then Pajak is now leading the way. Um, looking there, doing really, really well. Paul second, I'm third, and the guests are currently in fourth place. The guests, by the way, missed out on a, on money by half a point, half a point more, and they either got some as well. But yet there we are. That is where we're currently standing. Him and congratulations, by the way, to Dibsy ninety four who won the two hundred and fifty pound top prize. Yeah, congratulations to Dibsy and congratulations to all us lot for getting it right as well. We all done it in different ways, but essentially, Captain and Mo Salah was a was a good bet to go with, or a good choice to go with. Yeah. So later on in the show, we'll reveal mine, Chris's, and Paul's. Bet me teams for the Leicester game. Ben and Mick will reveal their teams on and pick their captains and vice captains. We'll get to that later on in the show. But yeah, we're going to go to a quick break before we get there. But I'm going to leave you with a little trivia question to ponder while we go to it. So did you know, guys, actually Liverpool have played Leicester on December 30th at Anfield five years ago? So on the 30th of December 2017, Liverpool beat Leicester 2-1 at Anfield, the same player scored both goals for Liverpool in that game. I want to know who it was who scored Liverpool's both goals in the 2 1 win over Leicester on the 30th of December 2017 at Anfield. Let you thought, let me, if you're watching live, like I say, get in the comments section below in the live chat. Let me know your thoughts, and I'll see if Ben and Mick know the answer after this quick break. On the left wing is his best position mm-hmm. because he can, he can stay out wide, he can mm-hmm. then come in on his right foot. He's a great shot of the ball. Um, and, and he's just a really good crosser. You'd think that, that was something akin to what you'd expect in England, and that's yeah. probably why he's moved to England. His crosses are so good. He's, he's a threat from corners, from free kicks, um, not just crossing, but shooting too. Mm-hmm. So that that's where he's at his best, and that, that kind of final third output. Um, he did struggle, though, when it was kind of his back's to goal and he's, his team can't get the ball to the pitch. Mm-hmm. That's when he struggled most at PSV. Um, so it's like when they have lots of the ball and there's lots of chances coming he's the kind of guy you want he's pacey enough to play in the counter-attack and when he was playing as a number 10 for the Netherlands his shooting was really dangerous he got a goal in each of the group games yeah. by playing behind the strikers he's really dangerous just outside the penalty area um, where he can link up with other players so I think yeah he's he's, he's better as a, as a left winger as an inverted winger mm-hmm. and can play other positions. He has also played as a striker for PSV when they needed one. He's quite tall, six foot two, and he's not like a slow winger either. I think that's kind of what's helped him move to England, as I say, crossing and his physical ability that he could hold his own as a striker in the Netherlands. Maybe not someone you'd want to put as a striker in England, but you can see how his height can help him in certain situations.
Yeah, welcome back to the build-up show. Yeah, just listened or saw Dan speaking about expert insights. Obviously, the Cody Gapo news is still ongoing. It looks like people are about to sign him. Dan uh, got on the on the blower like he usually does straight away to Erevedizi Mike, great Twitter handle, great brand, and that's Michael Statham, by the way, a Dutch football expert, to talk all about Cody Gapo. We've got loads more coming up on, on him as well. We've got other interviews lined up. We've got Neil Jones in tomorrow for JNO Insights as well, who can give us even more information about how this all happened. So yeah, keep an eye on redmenplus.com for all of your Cody Gakpo needs. As fingers crossed, he might be a Liverpool player in the next... It might even be bad sign you're listening to this. He might already have signed, but yeah, if you want to know more about him or the deal and that, yeah, we've got you covered over on Redmen Plus. Um, before the breakdown, the guys asked who scored both Liverpool's goals in the 2-1 win in 2017. Ben, you knew it. Mick never. Do you have a guess, Mick? I've honestly, I, like I said, I'll just keep thinking the game where Milner's got the last minute pen. Yeah, well, it was the season time. after, I think. That was 2019, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mo Salah. It was it Mo Salah. Mo Salah, as we were realising how much of a phenomenon he was, he completely did Harry Maguire for the second goal, didn't he? Sent him for the absolute yeah, I, remember, um, I remember it now. In terms, yeah, of yeah. The, in terms of the, I asked everyone in the chats to get involved and see who knew it. Um, Velox got it, Lewis James got it, and then in the Discord, Quadbod got it as well. He said, yeah, that was Mo in his absolute prime, it was. Mm. He absolutely sent Harry Maguire yeah, for yeah. the echo. Um, which at the time was a really big deal now not so much it was two, yeah, exactly. it was two goals quite late on wasn't it it was like two it, yeah we, so we Vardy, scored, for a long yeah. time. Vardy scored after three minutes he always often does that against yeah. us Salah scored in the 52nd and the 76th oh, yeah. it was a little bit nervy at times and obviously that was the year uh, in 2017-18 so it was it was prime Mo Salah I mean yeah. you know, like, not that he's bad now by the way but yeah, yeah. that was record breaking Mo Salah <laughs> right then um, we spoke earlier about Leicester and how they might set up with their injuries I'll come to you first on this one Ben we know there's no Diaz Jota and Arthur because they're all long-term injuries. Milner and Bobby Firmino, it looks like we're going to be without unless that changes. But Jürgen said a couple of games, didn't he, when Milner went off and he said he kind of hinted at that for Firmino. Um, Jones uh, Jones was due back in training and so was Canata, you mentioned him before, but he won't have had much mm. training. Um, and then Jordan Henderson was sick at the Villa game, right. which is why he got subbed off early doors. Jürgen, he said, you know, someone pulled the power out, basically, he ran out of legs. He beat, yeah. Jürgen called it a proper cold. Which I don't know if his code for he's got COVID. I'm not saying nothing, or he's just he's just not yeah, well. Yeah. But either way, he, he was he was sick. So Liverpool have got their own worries and stuff like that. But there's still enough players there to, to put a team out. So let's start then. Decisions that he's got to make. You mentioned centre half. We don't know again Canate's availability yet, but he should be fit. And he should be fit. Yeah, you know, he's not injured, and he has he's been training with France. So you said you throw him straight back in. I, I would. Yeah, I mean the. the the, this was kind of confusing me a little bit when the players were starting to come back. For example, you know, just to go back to the City game with Van Dijk not playing there and Ake playing for City, I, 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 I don't really know. I know different clubs are working at different things, but they, they're playing in this time of the se- season anyway. I they, think this yeah, is the, this said way. on that one, he would all, I would have just always rest Van Dijk yeah. in the League Cup. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. it was as simple as that. I suppose, yeah. yeah. But, 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 but anyway, yeah, the, the point is... Canati coming back. It's not. It's not like we're. It's not like a. It's been a summer World Cup, and then he's had a month off, and now he's coming back into it. You know, the, now for me, just just throw him straight back in. He's playing good football. He'll be his confidence will be high. He's he's proven himself as one of the best young defenders in world football on the biggest stage. Let's just have him. He's he's a really good player to have in our team. So let's just do it. Uh, other than that, like I think you're struggling for options, aren't you? I mean, it was one of the first thing we talked about, but particularly with lack of options on the left. Obviously, Gakpo. If, if it does 
properly get over the line. He's he's not going to be available for Friday. So so really, it's it's going to be a very similar team for me. You know, in terms of when you were asking before about does it does Leicester affect it? I mean, other than obviously Bakatic, you know, made a good name for himself on Monday. So so do you look at him? But Fabinho played really well on Monday as well. So I want him to carry on playing. I think all the players who are struggling for form a little bit, Fabinho, Trent. Um, you know, even Henderson to an extent, they've all gone away and maybe just being in a different setting, you know, in a different country at, at the tournament, it seems to have rejuvenated them a little bit. So I, I'd carry on with those guys and, and keeping them going. And also now they're playing without freedom because, sorry, they're playing with freedom because whereas before there was a lot of talk about Van Dijk, wasn't there, about is he reserved, playing within himself a little bit, the shackles are off now. So, you know, just carry on with what we're doing. Hopefully Van Dijk's stopping the agent for a few days and actually yeah. done a bit yeah. of training, maybe yeah. after getting the goalie gap deal. Um, <laughs> the one thing I, it's worth mentioning, Mick, though, in terms of the place where we have got options to change, there are a few of them. So, Mifiel's definitely one of them. So, obviously, Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson started the day. He brought Cater on. He brought Elliot on. Like, Oxley Chamberlain can still be a midfielder. Uh, you mentioned Bacetic came on later on in the game as well. There are options in midfield to change it. And like I say, there's two, there's, there's two schools of thought. You just go through... You get Villa, Leicester and Brentford done and everyone has a break for a week or two when you play Wolves in the FA Cup on the 7th. That's one way of doing it. You could mix and match, which, which I'm guessing he's probably going to do. I'd be shocked if he just went same 11 again. And my guess is, if it was me, I've got a feeling if he's going to make any changes, it'll probably be one of the mids. Um, and I've got a, I think it will be Harvey. I wouldn't be shocked if Harvey starts and Hendo was on the bench. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I think if Hendo's not... Coming off, obviously came off, and like I said, he, he was he looked knackered and stuff. Then yeah, I would definitely throw uh, Elliot in, um, and I think the only other change I would make is I'd put I'd put Carvalho back in for, for Oxley Chamberlain. Um, I think I think it was his first start, wasn't it? Ox for like since February, I think in so, the league. Yeah. In the league, yeah. So um, I mean, he had good parts. I mean. I thought he played quite well. I thought, yeah, he was, he was decent, but I just think at home, I think it would be nice to see Carvalho just get a few more minutes. Obviously, scored against Man City. Um, maybe didn't have the best game overall, but I, I just do. I would like to see him a bit more, just because he's a, he's a youngster. I think blooding him against a, a Leicester team who are in great form, I think he, he could pop up with a goal, and that'll do wonders for his confidence going going forward as well. So, uh, and yeah, I think I think like I said before, rhythms. Key, I think if the the little amount of changes we make, the better really. So if it's just earlier for Hendo and Carvalho for Oxley Chamberlain, I think you're sounding, and you can make the subs like on sixty, like I said before, like Thiago off for Cater, Batistuta on for Fabinho if you want, um, Dokon for um, whoever you want. Just throw Dokon and give him a yeah, run out. Yeah, yeah. 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 uh, we've got a question here from Bobby LFC. He says, "Will we see a Bacetta start soon?" My guess on that one is Ben, like he's, he's going to start the Wolves FA Cup yeah, game. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if he came off the bench in both these games because they clearly like him. Yeah. And he has, we, it's mad because he's, 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 he's a centre half converted to a midfielder, but yet the other day he didn't play the end of the day. He came on and was an eight. Yeah. So he's obviously versatile as well. So I wouldn't be shocked if again, and the ideal situation would be that, you know, you throw him onto safe legs. But what's interesting is that. I always thought, oh, you get three or four nil up and you throw all these lads on it. Like, they pull through Bacetti on a two-one in a big game where we were under the pump a little bit. So they obviously like him, but yeah, I, I don't. I just don't see at the moment to start in the league game for him. No, no, but it's a it's a good period to get minutes because obviously we are just in general a little bit light in midfield. You know, you don't know what the situation is going to be like after January and after the summer. I'm hoping that we've brought in some extra midfield bodies, more senior players, and then there might be a few more limited opportunities for players like him. So he's got to make the most of the next few months. Yeah, uh, yeah I think he will start against Wolves. I think it'll be the same for Doak. I think, you know, um, Elliot, 
there's a lot of debate over whether he's better as a winger or a midfield, but just wherever he can get minutes at the moment, he should be soaking up because the landscape could be very different. Even even after we bring in Gakbo for, from Monday, is he our primary left winger for now? Probably. So, you know, we they just need to make sure these kids that they're, at, for the time being, if they're getting minutes, they fucking use them. Yeah, and, and use them well. We've got a comment here in the Discord from Quadbod again, and I'll send this one to you to Mickey. He says, Nabby and Harvey could both start, and you've got more attacking early doors and then wear them down and hit them hard with the subs. That's the other option. If you if you feel, Mick, that these are there for the taking, he could go really, you know, they, they would, I, I would suggest this moment in time that if those two most attack minded midfielders would be Nabby and Elliot starting them both might be a risk I get it but that is another school of thought these are on the ropes yeah go and land the knockout blow go and do what Newcastle did to them hit them early hit them often and then if you do need to bring people on to solidify things that's when you've got your Hendersons maybe your Thiago's maybe your Bicetic's as well or whoever Fabinho if you don't start him there's, there's a little bit of logic to that of just going for the kill against them yeah, and it's nice to have options, isn't it? Like, if we, I mean, I would start Thiago personally because I just think, like, in terms of passes, and I mean, if we're playing against the low block, there's no better midfielder to pick those passes. Like, the, he's he's absolutely amazing at it. So, um, but then, yeah, I mean, if he wants to give Thiago a little rest for sixty, bring him on for the last thirty, and, and he wants to give Cater a few more minutes in the legs, then, and he wants to throw Elliot on and just kind of go gung ho on the left, on the right, and on side of midfield, then then silent. But it's just, I think it's just nice to have op- a few options in it that we yeah. can rotate because I think midfield, like. We've mentioned we need bodies in there, but now that we've got most people fit, touch words, we can actually rotate them and try and keep the likes of Thiago fit. So maybe bring him out for this one for the until the last thirty might be might be solid thinking yeah, just 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 to save his legs a little bit more. But yeah, I mean it's nice to have options. It it? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I suppose when Mick touched upon this earlier, it's left-hand side. Whatever option the pull play there at the moment isn't ideal because he's not a left-winger. Or it depends what you class Fabio Carvalho. I'm not quite sure what we know he is yeah, yet. Yeah. But as it stands, it looks like it's, it's one of Ox or Carvalho. Although, to be fair, he did... Put Harvey Elliott on there for half an hour against Aston Villa for a bit. So he's potentially in the mix. Nabby can do a job there, Curtis, if he's back. But like I say, these are all lads who you would class as 
midfielders or attacking mids or whatever going out to the left. Who do you think he'll go with on that left-hand side? Do you think he'll stick with Oxley chamberlain or do you think he'll go back to Fabio Carvalho? Um, I think he'll bring in Carvalho for this because I do think that he played quite well against City. Um, and I think it, it's really it's difficult with Chamberlain. And it's the same with Keita because it's like, you just don't know how long they're going to last. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, you for the longevity of him, did he play 90 on, on, on Monday, Chamberlain, off the top of your head? Did he play ninety? Did he go off? Um, <laughs> but but he, he, you know he, he played the vast majority of the game, didn't he? And I, I just feel like if if you, okay, let's keep things fresh. Then Carvalho didn't come on at all. Um, you know it's it's a, it's a different type of game. You know you're at home. You're going to have a lot more of the ball, and I think that's probably where Carvalho. It, that's the type of game. Came well off for Elliot, off. by the way. That was the swing. Right, okay. Elliot yeah, left wing yeah. yeah. after yeah. like seventy. And even Cater, like I, str- I struggle at the moment. It's difficult for for me to kind of justify putting Cater in because he's never fit enough to play more than five games and at this point when you've got players like Bajesic and you've got players like Elliot who can play in there I'd rather give them minutes because I don't feel like I'm getting exactly anything that. extra out of Cater yeah, at the yeah. moment that, as a senior player that is making me think well even if he gets injured next game for 90 minutes he's going to be fucking brilliant and he's you know he's going to he's going to make a difference for us so I'd rather be playing those those young lads and giving them the time at the moment. Yeah, it's not even on my radar, Cater. We don't even know how long they'll be at the club as well. Like exactly, Cater and Oxley might be both gone. So, like, and I'm not saying you don't write them off completely, but all I'm saying is that when I'm looking at the midfield, he doesn't really come into my school thought yeah, at the yeah. moment. It's just it, he's not really on my. Just because he's been off the, exactly. off the radar for so long, and I, I, I agree. Like, I'd rather see the other lads give it, give it. It's such give a shame it, because, because I remember in that, that, that League Cup game I think Cater came on second half against these and ran the game again. It was a different yeah. game when we'd do that. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. still talented but yeah, like you're right, it's, it's, it's almost a case of like, it's a gamble, isn't it? But it's, I suppose at this point everyone's a gamble. Um, right then, sp- speaking of, of um, picking sides, I suppose you guys have done your bet mate team. We'll reveal ours first just while you guys clarify what you're going to do. So I'll reveal mine, Chris and Paul's teams and then we'll come to you guys for your team and who you're going to pick as your captains okay. as well. So yeah, by the way, just to let you guys know, here we are then, Chris Pajak's team. He's gone Ali Van Dyke, Robbo. He's got Elliot Henderson, Mo Salah is as captain and Jamie Vardy up front has his vice captain. That's what Chris has gone for. Who's next? It's it's the gaffer as well. Do the gaffer. Paul's gone for his tactic of ta- of captain and the other team's goalie, hoping that he makes he makes quite a few saves. Still lets a few goals in, but he's trying to shark that one like he always does. Paul thinks Costas is go go back go back. I'm finished. Go back. There we go. He's got Costas in in defence with Trent. He's got Fabinho as his vice-captain. Paul thinks it's going to be a combative game. Obviously, with tackles are plenty. Tielemans, Salah and Darwin Nunez. And then over to me. Uh, that's a nice smile I've got there. I, I, I don't mind that picture. We've got Alisson, <laughs> Trent, Robbo. I've gone for Harvey Ellis as well. I've gone for Dewsbury Hall. Um, he is a real footballer. He is not a Tory wedding venue. Um, Darwin Nunez as my vice-captain. And Mo Salah as my captain. Right, guys. We're going to bring your, um, your team that you have put... Do you want to talk me through it, Ben? Yeah, um, I mean, we, we've got a similar school of thought to, to a lot of you guys. We've gone with Salah and Nunes up front. We've gone Allison in goal. We've, we've decided not to follow Paul. We've gone Van Dyke and Robertson at the back. We, we had a conversation about Trent, didn't we? Is, is Trent, he seems to be yeah. kicking into gear. Um, but with Van Dyke scoring on Monday, you know, it's, it, we went with Robbo, him. the assist king at yeah, the moment as well. Exactly. Um, our, our, our obligatory Leicester player is Tielemans in midfield, and we've gone with Elliot as well, which I suppose means that we think he's going to start. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'd like to think so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, what do we do? We choose captain now, do we? Salah and Nunes. Salah, Salah, yeah. Well, Salah, yeah. Salah uh, captain. Salah's our captain. I'll be just that's done. And then, well, do, you, do you want to go rogue for the vice, or do you want to do you want to just have Darwin? 
I mean, Darwin's the Darwin's the, the main one. guy, but you can yeah. go Robbo if you want. That, to. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was saying. Little clean sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like you, like you know how it works. Then guys, your captain gets double points. Your vice captain gets one and a half points as well. Well, one point five points. Yeah, he's playing well, Robertson. He was. He's had. He's had a good season anyway. But I thought he was brilliant on the. He was excellent. And I say he's now the leading assist maker in Premier League history for a defender. He's he's level on assists with Mesut Ozil and Eden Hazard and interesting all-term players as well. He's one behind Paul Scholes. Like it's mad. So hopefully he can get that record for you guys. Like I say, if you guys want to come and play along with us, it's five pounds to enter. There's a thousand pound pot. If you open the BetMate app and sign up using the referral code RedMen10. R-E-D-M-E-N-1-0. If you're a new customer, you'll get a £10 in free in credit. Uh, if, you, if you've already played before, just simply log in, click the join icon at the bottom, and uh, there's a code. It's FF-LIV-LEI if you want to find the game, or go to the homepage and just find the pool versus Leicester on there as well. Very, very, very simple. Yeah, like I say, if you want to click the link in the description, or just download the BetMate app and use that Redmen 10 code. Do exactly what we've outlined. Get involved in yeah. We we proved last week you can win. You can win. We all won money last week, which is which is a rarity. And the guests were only half a point behind as well. Like I say, the top prize winner got himself two hundred and fifty quid. But yeah, if you're gonna do it, gamble responsibly. It's UK only. It's eighteen plus only. And if it's not for you, you're not a gambler. That's absolutely fine as well. You just crack on being you. But if you want to come get involved with us, like I say, that is how you do that one. Right then, guys. Um, you've picked your betmate level. If you scroll up very very quickly and press save, just so you don't forget it. Okay. There you go. You're done. You don't want to miss that one. There you go. You don't want to lose your points. Right then, um, let's talk 11s then. We've, we've had a rough idea, Mick, what we think. If, correct me if I'm wrong, but we think Jürgen's going to go Ali, Robbo, Virgil, Matip, Trent, Fabinho, Thiago, Elliot, Carvalho, Salah, Nunes. That's what we think he's going to do. Is that what you would do? I know Ben, for example, going to talk about, he would go Canate straight away. Would you make any changes to what we think it's going to be, that 11? I think that's what, yeah, I think I would go with that. I mean... Canate, I don't know. I mean, if he's back, then yeah, why not throw him back in after after being amazing uh, for France at the World I would, Cup. I would be, I'd be keeping tabs on Canate for Brentford personally. Mm. I mean, yeah, it, against it, Tony, against, so, if he's like, I don't know where even Tony's away from home. As well, so. Away from home, yeah, yeah. I, I think I would be saying to Canate, have another little, have another two days off, get yourself ready for for what's going to be a physical encounter at Brentford because we know Brentford are going to be. And with Ben, I think Leicester are going to come for the counter-attacking game, which, by the way, Canate's great at because his pace yeah. is frightening. Um, but, yeah, I think I would still go with Matip. But I see the... Re- I see the- Listen, it's splitting airs because they're both yeah. great. I thought Matip was excellent again the other day for, yeah. for most part. So, I, the only other one I'm, I think... I just... I, I wonder, is left wing? Is there something he can do there? I wouldn't mind Nunes being there, but I just don't know what he can do up front. If, if that's the case, I just don't know what he could do up front. The mad shout would be something with Ben Dope, but I just can't see him doing it yet. Mm-hmm. But I still think Nunes is better from the left at the moment than as a centre-half, but options are limited. If Bobby was fine, it would be a no-brainer for me. We've seen him use Chamberlain as like this false nine, but again, it's a bit... Ugh. I, I just don't know. That left-hand side is at the moment. Until Cody, Cody Gapo arrives, if he arrives, that still isn't confirmed yet. It looks like it's heading that way. And with Diaz and Jota out, the left is still a... You shoe on and somebody in there, no matter what. Ah, I think the other I, option is Elliot out there, isn't it? Throw Elliot on the left yeah. and, and keep Henderson in yeah, the team yeah, as another yeah. option. But again, it's in ideal. But he can he can certainly do it. It's not a problem per se. But yeah, it's not. I think I would stick with Chamberlain. Actually, hmm. I think I'd. I think I would. Uh, it, it, if nothing else, what he did the other day, he got out the way loads and let Darwin Nunes get in there. Um, but yeah, it's it's in ideal in either tech, but. 
I do believe, I, I think Jürgen's going to go Carvalho. I don't think he can say, to, I think he might have his eye on Chamberlain playing Brentford, unless he's going to do a mad one and just throw Cody Gapo straight in. If that's the case, I'm not sure, you, like Ben said before, I'm not sure you can say to Chamberlain three games in a row, you are, you're creaking already. There's, there's, yeah, there's, yeah it, it's, it's a, it is a risky way, Ben, isn't it? Whatever he does there, because of the injury situation with essentially three forwards out, out of out of five, essentially, you are shoe on and somebody in, and you, and you, it's almost like just, Get, get get the other ten sound, and we'll just kind of cope with our left winger being a little bit out of place. Yeah, but this is where this is where five subs kind of suits us, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. because if it's not working, we just change it. You know, we've got we've got the freedom to do that. We've got the we've got the personnel to do that. Um, so whether whether it's Chamberlain, whether it's Carvalho, if they're not making an impact on the game, we've we've got different ways of doing it. Um, we can we can go to a four two three one and and put um put Nunes out there and put Salah you know ahead of him or, or whatever. You know, do we, we've got, we've got quite a bit of flexibility even with the injuries. So. Yeah, I, I I think there's a, there's a there's a perfectly reasonable case for Chamberlain and Carvalho and even Elliot for me because I think Elliot I, I'm more impressed with Elliot when he plays wide, um, so yeah. But I, I can see I can see the logic for keeping Chamberlain because it, ultimately he was good on Monday and I thought he was good against City when he come on. So why fix what isn't broken necessarily? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll see how that one all pans out. Although Michael said was Knox holding his hamstring before he went off. I think he got a probably. probably. Yeah, he got yeah. a kick in. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if that is the case. So yeah. we'll see how that one pans out. Yeah, it, it is. It is all up in the air right then. Um, have a little look around the Premier League then at the other fixtures that are going to be playing because obviously Liverpool are affected by these. At time recording, Leeds v Manchester City is tonight. We'll just gloss over that one because we don't know. I mean, the guess is City won, but we'll, we'll soon find out or we'll win. Um, West Ham, West Ham, Brentford. You've got Liverpool, Leicester, like I say, on Friday. Then you move to Saturday, Wolves v United. Man City again in action against Everton. Ever- Everton, Everton have got such a tough run of fixtures coming up. It's they're not getting any better than they're in Big old yeah. trouble, Everton. Yeah, they're they're garbage at the moment. Speaking of garbage, Southampton are away to Fulham. Southampton's crap as well at the moment. Bournemouth Palace, Newcastle Leeds. We're, you know, we're at that stage now where we're looking at teams to beat Newcastle, given where they are in terms of this top four race. Mm-hmm. Whether Leeds, after just getting play Man City, is that team we'll find out. Brighton Arsenal again. At this moment in time, Brighton are a bigger threat to what we're after instead of Arsenal. But again, that could easily change. Spurs, Villa is a tough one. We've just seen that one. Or maybe Villa can do us a little favour there. And then Forest, Chelsea again. Going away to the Nottingham Forest. Obviously, Liverpool know how difficult that can be. So maybe there's a little one there. But yeah, Ben, in, in terms of the teams around us, there's no one there, I would say. In theory, it should be Man United playing Wolves. should be the banker because Wolves are rubbish. But we've just seen them win and they're at home and they've got a new manager and it's an early kick-off. So that's a stumbling block for them. There's definitely something in there for Tottenham hosting Villa. You'd expect yeah. them to win, but again, well, it's yeah, easy. But Tottenham, I don't think the fans are enjoying watching Tottenham at the moment. They're on fire and you know they're, they're, they're making hard work for every game. They should just turn up in the second half when Tottenham turn up. Yeah. If the players are going to do that, then why don't we? Just yeah. all stroll into that big stadium. when they have, If you aren't bothering lads, we'll... We'll yeah, do the same. Yeah, we'll yeah. stay in the pub. For we'll stay in the pub. We'll stay in the bar, and we'll all we'll rock in when you guys do. But I think I think Villa. I think Villa will be eyeing that and thinking there are points possible. I mean, you know, they, they weren't awful on Monday, and I think they'll no. they'll slowly be starting to play themselves into a rhythm now under Emery. Um, that you know they are playing better football. They've, they've you know they've got exciting players again. That Douglas Luiz assist on Monday was brilliant. You know they've got players like him who can pick a really good pass. And yeah, they'll they'll know that if they get at Tottenham early, they're slow starters and they can get a goal and they can go they can go ahead. So that's the out of all of them, 
that I think that is the one that I'd be looking at to maybe go. And then, you know, Leeds are a bit of a weird team, aren't they? Maybe they can grab something at Newcastle. Newcastle are mad because we're the only teams who have beaten them. How have we managed that? <laughs> They've only lost one. Yeah, the form team. Yeah, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. Um, and uh, look, players like Almiron, Joe Linton, they're just players reborn. It's mad. He's doing a great job there. I know he's had some money to him, but fair play to him. Yeah, I think when, you, when you look at Newcastle's like 11, like, I was watching much of the day and I was like, it's not even that good. No, it's like, it's no, like no, there's no. no one like that goes. Oh yeah, he's he's boss. He's say boss. maximum just... and Bruno are the two like proper standards. But that, that, I, I suppose that just shows it's it's a good coaching job. And yeah, he's yeah, right. Exactly. Like at this moment in time, I saw Brendan Rodgers say they're more likely to be in the title race than they are the top yeah, four race. Yeah. And that's where they are. They, again, at time recording this second, uh, Manchester City obviously got games in hand on them. We've got the league table here. But if you want if you want to bring it up for me, guys, go. I'll just scroll up to that top four. It's like say Tottenham currently in fourth on thirty. Man United in fifth on twenty nine with a game less than Spurs. And there. they look good last night, man. I know Forrest are a bit pants, but Rashford again had a good tournament. Yeah. You know, he's playing well. They seem to be unfortunately picking up a bit of rhythm under a proper manager for a change. So you know, I think they're going to be tough to compete. Well, they had to, you might, you might, it depends who they sign as well because they wanted yeah. Gakpo, didn't they? So they, they obviously know that they need yeah, goals. Yeah. I know they got Martial scoring, although um, I think Nottingham Forest goal, he might have helped them a little bit with that one. And then um, Brighton, we just mentioned there, Chelsea, it's very, very, very congested. This, this, this race, whatever it is, Mick. It, there's, there's two games in like a couple of days, isn't it, for everybody? And it's gonna it's gonna start panning itself out a little bit more. Liverpool just need to be essentially we, get ourselves onto thirty one points. And what is is elsewhere? But that that's where we're at right now. And I'd guess if you got yourself to thirty one points, um, you'd probably be. You should. I mean, you'd like to think you'd be. You'd, you'd be, be at least fifth. You'd be, you should be at least like say, or even who knows where Spurs are gonna be because they've only yeah. got one game. You, you, that gap could be two points very very quickly because obviously we're game around and stuff as well. There's there's a big incentive for Liverpool here, especially in this home game. So, you know, f- game back at Anfield for a long, f- first time in a long time since that Southampton game. It is, it is just, to, just to put a little bow on it. It's a, it's a big old game, and it's mad that we've got ourselves in this situation. But we're going to be yeah. saying this for a while. When you're playing catch up, that's the pressure you put on yourself. That's what losing to Leeds and losing to Forest and drawing with Palace and drawing with all those results they make Leicester at home, what should be a relatively routine game, mm-hmm. a, a much bigger game. That's what we've got ourselves now. Yeah, and every time I hear the, the the name Leeds, I just like that that last minute one. Yeah. I just sh- throw shudders through me. Like it's just like it seems I'm like a lot, it seems like a long time ago, but thankfully we're in a much better place now. Obviously beating Spurs and Southampton before the World Cup, we've then come back and and, and, and won against them and, and Villa as well to kind of continue. But it's it's like yeah, we just need rhythm. Which and like you said, they can change so quickly. Like if we go and beat Leicester, I, I think our goal difference is pretty good as well, considering uh, compared to Man United. I think we're on like plus thirty and they're on like plus three. I know it's like early days and whatever else, but um, yep. it's, it's pretty good in comparison. But um, if we get the win over Leicester, put a bit of pressure on Spurs. We know the only like we're two not down against Brentford. Like the and like you said, the, the fans maybe aren't. Completely there on their side, so we just need to start throwing a cat amongst the pigeons. Win, win, get a bit of a rhythm, and see and see what they how they react to that. Because I think we've got enough quality, like we said. There's, there's, there's enough in the team at the moment, and if, we, if, if Gakpo gets over the line, there's even more quality coming into the side, when, especially in the in the areas that we need it. So I think it's looking hopefully. 2023 is going to be very rosy for us, thankfully. Hopefully, uh, absolutely. Fingers crossed. Just let you know, as by the way, on uh, oh, later on today on Red Memphis, we've got the opposition preview mentioned before with the Leicester fan TV guys. I'll be back about half two this afternoon for the 
predicted 11, uh, sorry, the starting 11 prediction show, which is easy, we'd say, I think I've half given away to me once we're on this show, but there you go, my, things might change by then. So Jürgen's press conference will be available on the YouTube channel at some point as well, as and when he does that. Yeah, we've got you covered all the way there on the YouTube. And like I said, you want even more Cody Gakpo news, as and when anything breaks, if you do, head on over to redmenplus.com. You got, uh, can you bring that screen up for me, please, uh, Aaron or Amber, whoever's uh, manning the buttons? Have you got me? There we go. Head to the homepage. There you go. Expert Insight is there for you as well. The Redmen Quiz of the Year is there as well, which was really good fun to uh, to to host the other day. It was good fun. Paul and Chris versus Steve and Dan. That is all there for you. And like I say, we've got a few more interviews and stuff lined up on the Gakpo News. And like I say, as soon as it does break, if anything does break, we will go live and get that boxed off for you as well. So round up then, guys. Back to you for the final time, Ben. Score prediction, Liverpool versus Leicester on Friday night. 2-0 Liverpool. Easy 2-0 or the uh, second goal comes in the last 10 minutes and we're yes, all shitting ourselves. exactly that one of those. <laughs> yeah, yes, right. yeah, I could do about that. Yeah, well, it's a, that. unfortunately, you get what you get. 3-0. Yeah. 3-0. Uh, I, I think, yeah. Oh, to be 3-0. I'm just, I'm just praying for an early goal again, but I, I, don't think, I don't think we will. I think it'll be like a maybe end of the first half job and then get two in the second half and then just we can just kind of bring the dokes on and just let them rip people for fun yeah, the dokes <laughs> yeah, the dope, yeah. I, I think four ones to Liverpool but I think it'll be one all at some stage I've, I just can't see at the minute I just don't trust us to keep a clean sheet I just don't yeah. so that's where I'm at with that one but listen the Reds will still win that one if you want to watch that game by the way Friday night if whatever you're watching it mute your telly Come onto the Red Men YouTube channel and we'll have a watch along. It's me and Errol back in for that one, yeah. We'll go live at quarter to seven with the Team News React show and then we'll be live at quarter to eight for the watch along. So do come and join us that one, like I say. Basically, mute the telly, get them commentators off. Me and Errol will be completely biased and we've got all the stats. We've got the interacting in terms of the um, the Discord and the YouTube comments as well. All that. We've got you, got you covered every single step of the way. So if you're, if, I know it's a Friday night and wherever you are in the world, you might be on your toes or doing whatever you're doing want to be part of a community that's watching the game together come and join us for the watch along uh, I'll start wrapping up Mick thank you so much for coming in today no Ben thank you so much it was good to have you back after a long break hopefully the next break won't be as long although I know you're flying back out very very short so, so it, 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 it probably is going to be the same um, yeah thank you guys for joining us for the build up show like I say you've got tons and tons of content on the YouTube channel and on Red Men Plus so do go and check it all out and yeah I'll be back later this afternoon with the start and the prediction show until then I'll catch you all later take care Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now.